Good morning, and welcome to another wonderful show. This is Tammy Adams, your host. I communicate with our guardian angels and spirit guides to help guide and direct all of us towards our true purpose and direction in life. So last week, we spoke about being more open and physically being more healthy. I'm so glad to be able to do this show and giving you guys the information in which you need and really helping people push forward towards the direction of where they need to be humanly, spiritually, physically, emotionally, and always. What I mean by humanly is that so many of us get lost in translation. We get lost with what path to walk upon. We get so confused because people give us this thought of the way we should be, this belief of the way we should be. But I'm here to let each and every one of you know there is no right and wrong. There's no real way to be and there's no wrong way to be. The truth is the only way or the only thing that really matters is that we are living to the fullest of our potential. Whether the fullest of your potential is helping someone who needs rehabilitation. Awesome. Wonderful. Great. Whether it's us just literally having children and being a mom. Great. Wonderful. You know, each and every one of us have a different purpose and different path. But this whole month has been focused on a subject which is about forgiveness. And forgiveness is something that is so symbolic to the time that we are in because we are focused on truly healing ourselves. And what better time and place to heal ourselves than during the time of spring, which is growth and renewal. So during this month, we are focusing on going through this renewal within ourselves and really raising our vibration so that we can be in alignment with our path and our purpose. How many doors do you feel like you have to open before you reach the door that you're meant to truly go through? How many doors do we have to close in order to say, I'm finally done with that lesson? So today, we're here to talk about really a lot of details, a lot of emotion, a lot of movement of what is necessary and what's needed in our lives so that we can start advancing, so we can start making movement in our lives. And it excites me because as I'm going through these radio shows, as I'm being here and and making for sure that I'm putting love, emotion, attention, you know, really focusing on giving you as much as I possibly can of myself that I have to offer. I'm sitting here and I'm seeing how there is so much appreciation, which makes me so happy for all of you, because that means that the messages and the information that I am giving to all of you from our guardian angels is actually making accomplishment. It is making movement. It's opening doors. It just, it excites me. It makes me so happy. So last week we spoke about spirituality, being more open and physically being more healthy. So when you think of that, being more open, so you can have physical health, 
and spiritual health. What does that mean to all of you? How, how did you do? You know, think about that. You know, what was you able to accomplish? What information from last week benefited you and took you through the rest of your week to today, to a new day that is going to give you new information and new guidance and new advice so that you can take further steps forward. So what did you do? How did you do it? Did any of you practice this so that you can allow yourself? I know some of you did because I I received appreciation um, emails and stuff. But did you practice this and did you share the message? Sharing the message and paying it forward is always something I believe in. It is something that is so significant. You know, so many of us don't realize how many miracles and how many blessings we receive daily. Whether it's watching something be born, you know, like a butterfly, or seeing a seed turn into a flower and seeing the first bud come alive. Um, Growing a garden and having your first fruit or vegetable come forward. You know, there's so many gifts that we are receiving time and time again But are we truly allowing ourselves to pay attention to those miracles and pay attention to those gifts? That's what we are going to be continuously talking about so that all of you can learn to eat, sleep, breathe, and live in awareness, being more open. How did it help by allowing yourself to be more spiritually open and physically to create better health? How did this help you last week's information and please always 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 remember please this is so significant to all of you don't forget to journal keep record of your movement so that if you're having a hard day and you feel like as if you're having complications you're able to look back at your journal and say oh my gosh I have come so far wow congratulations to me really boost yourself up and be your biggest fan Because so many of us don't realize how significant that is. Being our biggest fans means that we are supporting ourselves, that we are loving ourselves, that we care for for us. So really focus on that journaling because it is so significant and you will truly benefit from it just by going back and seeing seeing the movement. It's really awesome. So keep record of your movement by keeping a journal. Please do not forget that. I think that is very important. And today is Friday. So hopefully all of you had an awesome week. And now it is going to be the weekend, the time hopefully for you to relax, to recollect yourself, to meditate, to take time, maybe go take a walk, maybe go to the water, maybe go up to the mountains. Find a place where you can really just collect your thoughts But meditate, go into a place that is deeper, a a deeper place in your soul and your spirit and really just receiving that relaxation, that peace of mind, that recharge from Mother Earth itself. It's really awesome. This week, we are talking about healing, methods of healing. So that you can forgive. 
What does that mean, healing? Think about what the word healing means. If you have a wound, okay, and you have a wound and it's, you know, let's say it's a cut, right, an open sore, how do you heal it? You give it love, you give it attention, you mend to it, right? We need to focus on healing ourselves and, and realizing that the lack of forgiveness is really, truly a very deep wound. It's a very deep wound that stops us from being healed. It stops us from being in a happy place. You want to focus on healing so that you can forgive. As you heal the wound and you, you start mending and, and really putting love and attention towards that wound that you have within yourself, in your heart, in your soul, in your spirit, in your, in your true being, you have this wound, you have this pain, you have this hurt, you have this regret, you have all these different emotions that are coming forward, right? What is the thing most that you can think about or that you know how to heal it? Do you heal it by loving yourself? Do you heal it by doing what? What I'm told is we heal these wounds that are so deep within us by forgiving. We do not forgive because we want to hold on to the anger. We want to hold on to the anger. So many people sit there and they say, I don't want to hold on to the anger. That's so not true. I want to hold on to the anger. It's like the, it's like the anger, anger is like a drug. You know, it's, it's like a, some sort of a, a, yeah, like a drug. That's the best way for me to explain it at this present moment. I mean, I have so many examples that I can give to you, which I'll talk about in a moment. But think about that for a moment. How, why would I be saying anger Why would I be talking about that and how it's like a drug? It, it has this, this energy that just keeps pushing us and pushing us and raising our, our temper and our frustration levels. And it can kill us, truly. Anger and having frustration and lack of forgiving can harm us physically. Example, there's this, I have a couple, there's this one woman I know who I've known for quite some time and to be very honest with you, she used to be really, really strong. She was an awesome, awesome, awesome person. She was loving, she was giving, she was always nurturing, she always would support people really, truly focusing on supporting people. I mean, that was one of her things. Oh, don't worry, I'll help you. Oh, don't worry, I'll be there. She was like a nurturer. She just was always there. Whether it was family, friends, stranger, she was like that. Well, 
in her life, even before she really turned, she always had a tough life growing up. She had a very difficult life growing up. She was abused sexually. She was abused mentally. And she was abused physically. So she had sexual, mental, and physical abuse. Literally. In her life. And she kept saying, it's okay. I'm going to find love and I'm going to be fine. It's okay. I'm going to find love and I'm going to be fine. She continuously believed in love. She knew that there was a God. She knew that there was something bigger and something better. And she kept pushing herself and having faith and having faith and and just really believing and hope. She had such such a strong side to herself. She eventually she finds a relationship that she thought in her eyes was Mr. Right. But the relationship she was in, which was very sad, was a false relationship because as she was in this relationship and felt as though that she had so much amazing opportunities ahead of her in this love relationship, she did not realize that the person she was with, a shocker, was actually gay and did not care for a female relationship. So they were like best friends, great, great, great people together, but she wasn't receiving the attention and the love that she needed. He was receiving what he needed because he knew his situation. He knew what he preferred, but it was obviously a very deep, deep secret. So she allowed herself to continue in this relationship. Obviously, she was unaware of what her partner really was about. And eventually, you know, he came out of the closet. He admitted. He said it. He showed what he was about. And she was devastated. Absolutely devastated. She figured, well, maybe he didn't want to be with me intimately because, you know, he just doesn't like that. But that's fine because we're great friends. I mean, she just, she had excuse after excuse after excuse after excuse of why to save the relationship. Point is, with her her faith and her hope, it started dwindling. So then she sat there and she said, oh my gosh, okay, please God, please universe, please continue to give me strength and I'm going to find another relationship. Now, if, if you knew this woman, you would see that she really wasn't giving hope and faith or letting go of control so that the universe can bring her soulmate and her true partner to her life. She actually continuously took control point is she felt so forsaken so tricked and deceived that her anger start really coming out and showing towards everyone that she was around you could see that she was angry you knew that she was angry you can see it 
because everything and all her actions were harmful towards herself. You know, she start realizing and she start going into this downward spiral into the abyss of negativity and anger and it start growing and growing like a disease it start growing because she realized I just got even though she left in peace with a relationship I had not peace but she she left and she acted as though she was in peace is from what I know she was lying to herself and she wasn't admitting how angry she was and then eventually as she was thinking about it, she was living it, she was realizing how she was hurt, then she realized how she was molested, then she realized how she was beaten, then she realized how she was mentally abused. And she kept living these negative experiences over and over and over and over. Instead of her forgiving, the anger start possessing her. The anger started to allow her to become a different person. She started to expand into a self-disruptive bomb, a ticking bomb. That's the best way to explain it, what she did. She started taking drugs, literally, because she started wanting to hide the pain. She started taking major alcohol, literally, lots of alcohol, so she can hide the pain. She had people who loved her, but she refused to see them because she thought, well, if the relationship that I was in for years lied to me and he was someone else, which I didn't realize, he, you know, I, I couldn't believe if somebody that I was eating and sleeping and living with, and she had children with as well, was literally living in the closet and had a fake secret life, seeing men on top of me, um, going out and being with men, as, you know, I'm home cooking in, you know, playing with the kids and doing this and doing that. And she just felt so forsaken. She felt so tricked and deceived that her anger continued to grow in an extreme, extreme disruptive path. And no matter who loved her and no matter who wanted to help her, she refused to see their help because she felt well, I've already been forsaken. He, he destroyed me. I gave my trust. And she continuously allowed herself to feel like there was no longer any hope. And she gave up in so many ways. She gave up in so many ways that she allowed herself to become so addicted to drugs that the drugs became... Not simple drugs, more heavy drugs. Then more heavier drugs, mixed with alcohol. That she literally just started to become someone who didn't even know the meaning of life anymore. Because she was so angry, she couldn't even realize what time of the day it was. She lost her mind because she refused to forgive the people who hurt her. Now, as I'm expressing this story and letting all of you know this perfect example of someone I have known and have worked with, 
do you think that it was good that she allowed herself to not forgive the people who have abused her? Because who do you think that the partner that she was with cares and really truly cares that he tricked a woman that he really didn't care about and preferred the opposite or the same sex actually? Do you think that he really cares how much he destroyed her? No, because he felt like he was suffering and he only cared about satisfying himself and doing the things that were necessary to satisfy and to make himself happy. So he was focused on a different, he wasn't trying to hurt her, but he did hurt her by lying to her. He should have never had children with her. He should have never been with her. He should have been honest since the beginning. So is he suffering? No. But is she suffering? Absolutely. Absolutely. Because he feels as though he is free. And he's living his life. Because he is living with the type of relationship he wants. Do you think the people who have abused her mentally, physically, and sexually are suffering? No. The person who abused her, and the other, well, the person, the people who have abused her, are not sitting there and suffering and in anger and in misery because of what the acts that they have created towards her. The people who have created those acts towards her obviously have other issues towards what they have been through. And then also, then they put their negative acts towards her. But the point is, are they suffering and upset about what they did towards her? Absolutely not. So if she forgives them, would that heal her? Or would that do nothing? By her forgiving them and truly letting go of the negativity, the emotional damage that it has created, and truly forgiving the situations that she was around. And this is a horrible, this is a not very common story. This is not a very common situation, but she had just all of it. So when I was talking about and sitting there and seeing what we were going to talk about today, I was like, wow, we have to talk about this woman because she has a pretty severe mixture of suffering to a very high level. And by her forgiving and her allowing herself to say, I can love again. I can be happy. I can save my children. I can change my life around. Do you think that that would, by her forgiving, do you think that that would bring her happiness? Or do you think that she would still suffer? Obviously, by her allowing herself to say, that she forgives the people who have harmed her, she completely would be able to open the doors towards new opportunity and see the light at the end of the tunnel. That would be such a gift. Such a gift. So we need to help those and we need to help ourselves that have these type of situations where we're holding in the anger and we're holding in the frustration. We're holding in the disappointment 
of what has happened to us, how we have been abused, how we have been hurt. But if we can forgive, then we can heal. And the wounds will then slowly start mending themselves. Mending, mending, and becoming whole again. Yes, there will be a tiny little scar. Maybe it'll be a big scar. Depends on your situation. And that scar will be a reminder to not do that again. Obviously. Next time I'm in a relationship, I'm going to make for sure to find out if this man is really in love with me or if he's just using me as a friend. You know, realize and be aware. Open your eyes. Don't tell yourself fantasy stories and live in a false, um, false situation. And that's what we do. I've done it. We all have done it in many situations. Don't live in a false situation. Open your eyes and be aware. And even when we are aware, pay attention and even become even more aware. There are so many doors that our guardian angels and our creator God has for us to open. We have so many opportunities, opportunity after opportunity that continues knocking at our doors. It is us to up it is up to us to open the door to the opportunity though. Many of us keep the doors closed because we allow fear to stop us. We allow fear to be such a powerful powerful negative thing in our lives. There are so many examples that I have. There's another example of a guy that I worked with before and his situation is once again about love. His was not, you know, mentally and physically and sexually abused. His was about love and he loved this woman. He was in love with this woman. He had children with this woman and he thought he was with his soulmate. Obviously, you know, before he married this woman, I was able to see intuitively that this woman really actually never cared for him. He just basically gave a really great um, invitation into his life. So obviously she took it. But he loved her. He had children with her. They were together. Eventually, many years later, he realized and he found out that she cheated on him. And during the time that she cheated on him, he thought that that was the first time. So he forgave her. Then time went by. They continued raising their children. He forgave her. He said, it's okay. I love you no matter what. Now, he never cheated on her. He was completely loyal, awesome, absolutely dedicated towards this woman. Find out she cheats on him again. And he starts doing a little investigation, finding out why is she cheating on him and what is the situation about. He's giving her everything. He's supporting her. He loves her. He's doing the world for her. There's nothing she needs financially, emotionally. So what is the problem? He ends up finding out basically that she's been cheating on him for several years, several years. 
And as she hears, I mean, as he hears that she has been doing this, he then began to take, once again, drugs. Now, his started off with prescription drugs, not um, street drugs. But the point is, it was still a drug to numb him. Numb him from the pain that he was feeling, the reality of what was happening. Just he, he wanted to get rid of the truth of what was going on and wanted to ignore it because he did not want to destroy his happy home. So then she figured, well, I guess he knows, so I might as well, you know, just tell him the way it is. And she told him, if you want to stay married, you need to let me have freedom and I'm going to go out with whoever I want to go out with. I'm going to sleep with whoever I want to sleep with. And, you know, I'll come home at night and we'll pretend we have a happy home. But you just don't satisfy me. Long story short, he began to go very, very crazy inside of his mind. How could this person that I've loved since high school, you know, now we've been together for how many years? And I am just devastated. You know, I, I don't know where I went wrong. So he started blaming himself like we often do. We blame ourselves for what happened. How, how are we being abused? How are we being forsaken? How is the situation not working out to my benefit? And we look at these negative situations and these negative scenarios and we start blaming ourselves and blaming ourselves and having all this negative that starts dragging us down. A lot. A lot of power is given to these people who have hurt us. So she finally left him, even though he allowed her to have her freedom. And after that, he went through a spiral downhill. Once again, another story of relationship after relationship, after woman, after woman, um, partnership, whatever he wants to call them. And he's looking for love. And as he's looking for love, he realizes that he really doesn't believe that love is real anymore. So he's trying in all ways, shape, or form to figure out, well, maybe those guys have it right. Maybe instead of being with a woman, maybe I need to be with a guy. Because a guy understands a guy. So, excuse me. I'm so sorry. Um, a guy needs, knows how to be with a guy. So, you know, they should understand, don't create pain, all this other stuff. And he's not, you know, he's um, allowing himself to now act as a bisexual, you know, dating women and dating men. And in the process of this, he starts taking not um, prescription drugs. He starts taking other type of drugs to numb the pain and numb the reality of what he's doing to try to find love in the wrong places. 
So as he's looking for love, he's destroying himself by looking in all the wrong places. How he got healed was obviously by forgiving the woman who backstabbed him into deceiving him by cheating on him and being unfaithful. See, people this day and age think that it's okay to be unfaithful and say, I'm sorry. But you don't realize the pain that you create towards the person who really, truly loves you. The person who really, truly loves you becomes absolutely devastated, completely heartbroken, and pretends as though they are not heartbroken, and pretends as though everything will be okay. And then we accept it because we don't want to change our lives. Then we accept it because we don't want to have to deal with reality, which is most of the world. And we become in this negative energy field of frustration, of hate, of anger, misbehaving, doing all these acts, harming ourselves physically, emotionally, drug-wise, mentally, however we harm ourselves, because we are so upset and we are so angry. We allow ourselves to create our own disasters, our own pain by giving power to those who have harmed us. I know 100% that none of the abuse that is done to any of us is our fault. None of it is our fault. But does that mean that it's okay for us to then abuse others? Does that mean it's okay for us then to abuse ourselves? No. Our guardian angels and our creator, God in heaven, wants us to live life to the fullest. He wants us to put our feet in the grass and feel the grass between our toes. He wants us to know what it's like to see the beautiful waters that have been created for us to enjoy, whether it be an ocean, a lake, a stream. We are here to know what it is like to embrace someone and to have true love. So how this guy was able to be healed was by forgiving the woman who was unfaithful to him. Can you forgive those who have been unfaithful, and who have hurt you? Can you allow the healing to take place so that you can allow yourself to be free? There are so many, so many other examples. Holding on to pain and neglecting ourselves. Is that a good thing? No, that's not a good thing. And this, by doing that, this can make us not be secure with ourselves, which enables us to be who we are. So by us holding on to the pain and neglecting ourselves, actually 
doesn't help us at all. We're unable to see who we are. You need to learn and know who you are. By knowing who you are, so many doors can open. So many doors can open. So many things can change in your life. Time after time, our guardian angels are opening the doors, showing us dreams, showing us visions, giving us messages. I have so many examples, but those were just a few. What are you doing that is stopping the process of you going through the healing? Whatever that may be, change that. Today and this week, let's put our right foot forward and take actions to benefit ourselves. Write a list of what you want, freedom, happiness, whatever it is, and think of how the lack of us letting go is stopping you. Like us not being able to let go is stopping you from what amount of freedom? You not being able to let go is stopping you from what happiness? Love, career success, freedom, spiritually, emotionally, physically, health-wise. What are you stopping yourself from? Or do you think you're good as you are? Some people tell me, but Tammy, I know you're telling me that I have to forgive and I know you're telling me that this is something that's important, but I feel like I'm good. I'm okay. I'm fine. Let's give an example of my assistant for one moment. My assistant, her mom passed away. And, you know, it's, it was very hard. It was very difficult. I knew her mother was going to pass away. It was a very sad situation. I even warned her mother that she was going to pass away. Before her mom passed away, instead of it being loving, instead of it being... A, a gift of her being able to say, I love you, my children. I set you free. God bless you all. I'll always be with you. She left with such anger and she left blaming her children, blaming her children. As she was dying, her dying words were blaming her children. When in reality, her real anger stemmed from a completely, completely different situation, which I know very clearly why she had anger. So we can say we're fine and we're doing good as we are, but I think it's a good idea and I suggest you to look in the mirror again because sometimes we're in denial. Like many people on this planet that we live in. Many people are in denial. And then what do they do to fix it? The proof is in the actions that we do. 
our actions show how much we are allowing ourselves to be blocked, how much we are allowing ourselves to not be healed, how much we are allowing ourselves to keep in that anger or that disappointment, whatever it may be. Look at our world and see the proof in that. Look at our world and how much anger and how much violence and how much lack of morals and, and there's so much pain and sin after sin after sin. Repetitive sin in our planet. Excuse me. My goodness, I have such allergies today. Um, a few days ago, I went to Home Depot. Listen to this story. This was very interesting. Um, a few days ago, I went to Home Depot to get some gardening stuff so I can, you know, water. I bought this little bucket thing to water my garden. I was like, oh, I need to, you know, make sure my tomatoes are watered and my herbs are watered. So I need to go buy this thing. So I was with my three-year-old daughter and she was so happy and we were smiling and she was, she was like hanging on the cart and just had this happy little princess self the way she is. And as she was happy and smiling, there was this maybe three, four-year-old little boy that was walking with his dad. And his father was on the phone, not paying attention to the little boy. The little boy was walking behind his father. And he just sat there and he stuck out his tongue and he was making such mean faces to my daughter. And he was just like sticking his tongue and just like, you know, making these horrible faces, mean. And as he's sitting there for no reason, obviously, and then he, in just a moment, my daughter's sitting there as he's doing this. And I'm like, oh my goodness, that's so rude. That's so sad. And then my daughter looks at him like a confused look. And she's putting her head side to side like she's confused. And then she looks at me and she goes, with this confused look. And she goes, mommy, come on, let's go. And she smiles again. And she doesn't let it hurt her. And she doesn't let it phase her. She just looks at me like she's confused, like the little boy's so weird. Like, why is he doing that? But uh, I'm not going to let it bother me. I'm just going to walk on by. Now, that was a three-year-old that just totally ignored and didn't give any care towards a little boy who had this, you know, just this negative reaction towards her for no reason as they were crossing in the aisles of Home Depot. So the reason why I'm mentioning that is because I'm trying to explain to all of you her reason for behaving in that positive way and with a smile and just like, oh, come on, mommy, let's go to the garden area is because she has self-confidence. Even at three, people can hurt us. And the part that hurt me was I saw how the little boy was suffering. He's three, four years old and already misbehaving in such a negative manner because he is hurt from the neglect that he has. So he wants other people around him to hurt, even if it's just an innocent little girl passing, passing by an aisle. He just wants to make her day horrible, so he wants to make faces and be mean to her for no reason because he is hurt. 
but with her confidence and her self-love and self-esteem knowing she's all good, she didn't let it phase her like most of us do. We would be at work and our coworkers or our associates that are around us and we let their attitude, we let their tension crawl under our skin and affect us. Why do we allow others to hurt us? Don't let yourself be hurt. Don't allow people to create negative energy in your space. Be an individual. Even if someone hurts you, don't let it. Don't give it power. We give the hurt power and we give it strength. And this is what makes me so sad. Some of us don't even see the, you know, we don't even see. What don't we see? We don't see the reason why the woman at work just gave me such a sour face and, and such a negative attitude today, or, you know, tried making my job worse because she tried creating complications and friction with other coworkers at work. We don't realize why people are so angry. We let their energy affect us. Perfect example. I was driving on the freeway yesterday, driving home. I had a late day at the office and there was this woman who literally cut me off but I had to slam on my brakes because she actually was in the process. She, she was coming into my lane and she literally was going to hit my car if I didn't slam on the brakes in the middle of the freeway. Now I'm sitting there and then I'm honking the horn and I'm like, oh my gosh, you can hit my car to so slam on the brakes. And I'm just like this woman, what's wrong with her? So I got frustrated for a moment, obviously. And then I'm like, okay, Tammy, calm down, calm down. Let's see what's going on over here. And I get in the other lane to not be in back of her because I could see she's not driving safely. So usually when there's not safe driving, I always go in another lane and try to get away from that person. And as I'm in the other lane and then taking off and getting away, I see that it's a really old woman with really severe thick glasses that can hardly, I, I'm shocked she's even driving. I mean, God bless her because she is driving because she can take herself to where she needs to go to a point. But at the same time, uh, not so safe and not such a good idea for um, her to have drivers because she obviously, if it wasn't for me, would have created a very big accident. Slamming on the brakes. So, so many of us don't realize that carrying that anger and how I immediately, once I seen her, I felt sorry for her. And I was like, oh, poor lady. Oh, my gosh. Forgive her. Let it go. We don't realize carrying the anger would have done nothing to me. It could have ruined my day. But how are our coworkers, how are the people that are around us so angry? So let's give it an example back to the little boy. Okay. So he's angry now. He's three, four years old. So how is he going to get better? He needs love, he needs nurturing. But what if he doesn't have that love and nurturing and he continues to stay angry and he continues to have this pain and now he goes into his teenage years and then he turns into a man. So he's taking his negative energy from being a little boy into his teenage years 
and now becomes a man. Look how it all started and stemmed from the age of three. Three, four, however old he is. Maybe it happened when he was two. But it's because he is being neglected that he is creating this negative energy in his space. This is why I pray for our world. And that our world, it, it just, we need so much more love. Our world needs to wake up from the abuse that we create. But more importantly, that we all, that all of us talk to our own guardian angels so that we can never be lost. Pray for our world to have love. Pray for our world to have peace. And then focus on connecting to your own guardian angel so that you're never, ever, ever lost. Today, find a place where you can meditate and focus on sending love and healing thoughts towards the person who has hurt you. And really mean it. You know, mean, mean that you, you love them, that you're sending them love and forgiveness. Even if you have to do this 1,000 times until it actually makes movement, please do this to benefit yourself. And be real, because the only person who knows the truth is you. It will create such a wonderful place of love and healing within by this one simple act of meditating and sending loving healing thoughts towards the person who has hurt you, it will create such a wonderful place of love and healing within yourself. Isn't that amazing? And I'm not saying, you know, I'm not saying this is easy, you know, I know it's going to be a little bit of work. And like I said, I know you might have to do it a thousand times. But the more we focus, the more we practice, the more we meditate, it'll happen. And I'm not saying for you to go speak to them or to go deal with them or to even have them a part of your lives. All I'm saying is for you to send them energy through your thoughts. And there is no harm in that because the person who is set free, the person who is released is you. Why do people hurt us? Because they are hurt. This is what I want the message to be and understood today to all of you, for all of you to understand. Why do people hurt us? Is because they are hurt themselves. Why do people hurt our world? They are hurt. Well, let's send them love. And the healing love that we send them will then explode around the world. Guys, let's work as a team and join me in doing this. Love is such a huge power, huge gift, huge, huge energy that we are all blessed to have love. 
because it does heal all. And this is very true. If you feel like you still need more guidance, if you feel like you're unable to meditate on your own and do the things that you need to do on your own, you always can go to get my guided meditation CD, which is on my website, or you can call my office. My office number is 916-930-0781. Or you can get my chakra book, which is The Secret to Your Chakras. And the book guides you and also directs you into how to balance your chakras at your point levels in your body so you can be in balance. Um, you can go to my website, which is asktammyadams.com, asktammyadams.com. And on my website, you can also join my newsletter, which in my newsletter, you will get weekly blogs that are giving you information on top of this uh, radio show and all the other things that I have. I also have so a lot of social media sites that you guys can join I have Periscope, I have Instagram, I have Twitter, I have Facebook, I have so many things that are out there for so many of you that are free so that you guys can continue to grow and educate yourselves on this spiritual, intuitive, loving, just energy that's out there for all of us. Learning how to communicate with your guardian angels and spirit guides. Understanding that we can be healed and we do not need to be lost. So I hope all of this helps all of you. And God bless. Until next time, please remember, understand that your guardian angels are with you. Let them love you, hold you, and carry you and open the doors towards all your opportunities. Until next time, I am Tammy Adams, your host. God bless. Bye-bye.